Okay, welcome to the Punch Touch Podcast. Real fans, real talk. We dissect, dive deep and discuss juicy bits of gossip and news from the world of boxing and MMA. I'm Coach T, I'm your host and welcome to a crazy ride of adventure. Real fans, for the fans. Let's go! Hey, it's the Punch Touch Podcast. It's the Punch Touch Podcast. Welcome, welcome everybody to another fantastic episode of Punch Touch Podcast. Yes, I'm your host, Coach T. Welcome to another fantastic ride and adventure as me and my Cody Farmer, we're going to give you some insights, we're going to give you some perspectives, you may agree with them, you may disagree with them. But so long as it prompts some form of of interest within the sweet science of boxing or the brutal strategy of MMA, then it's job done. I'm telling you, it's job done. First of all, before we get into this, the title of the episode, let me introduce my guest. How you doing, Farmer? It's not even my guest. You're my Cody, bro. Co-presenter. Howdy. Thank you. Howdy, 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 howdy. Thank you very much, Coach T. Yes, we're here again to roll the film. Let's get going. Let's get time. Let's get telling. Let's get talking. Uh, yes. Hello, viewers. Yes, yes, you're right. Let's roll this film. And this film is filled with a lot of controversial scenes. A lot of controversial scenes. Some emotional scenes. Some brutal scenes and all sorts. This is season three, folks. Season three. That's three semesters, three years we've been running this train and it ain't stopping for nobody, no man, beast, woman or child. This is episode 10, season three. This one is called Too Close to Call or Was It? I'm going to say that again. The title is Too Close to Call or Was It? And we're going to talk about that. First of all, let's talk about a fight that was too close to call or was it? Haney versus Lemachenko. Haney, the dream versus Vasily, high tech or the Matrix. This man is a dancing whoop your bumba. Anyway, he's very, very skillful with his feet and his hand. Lemachenko. First of all, let's paint the picture. This happened. It happened literally on the weekend just gone. May the 20th, 2023. MGM Grand, Las Vegas, the place where any type of madness stays in Las Vegas. We have Haney with 29 and 0. Hasn't tasted defeat, not once. We've got Lemachenko 17 and 2. Now, if people were, if people didn't know the backgrounds of these fighters and they just saw these stats, you'd think, what is a 17 and 2 doing against a 29 and 0? And Haney is the he's a unified champion at 29 and 0. And you've got Lemachenko with 17 and 2. Well, the background story is like, first of all, Farmer, you know a bit about Lemachenko's background story. Why is he highly rated at 17 and 2 compared to 29 and 0? Could you let the viewers or the listeners know, please? I should say, yes, you could. There's several great, I mean, there's a couple of Cubans in itself, but when it comes to amateur pedigree, um, I know viewers think, well, Sam, we're talking about professional, but he's probably, probably, if not the top, definitely the top two, top three, greatest amateurs of all time. Mm. How good he is. He, 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 and when he um, had his induction to the professional game, I believe his second fight, he fought for a world title. So this guy is supreme. Took him a little bit of adjustment because obviously the professional game is not three rounds. Excuse me. Is um obviously it goes up to twelve, but his um his movement was very very rapid and fast. So Lemachenko, viewers' perspective, is probably one of the greatest amateurs the world's ever seen, and his his skill um tech and his IQ. Is, is is almost as close to Einstein. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a great that's a great comparison. He he really is. I mean, I mean, honestly, listeners, if you, I'm pretty sure people that are listening to this pod probably know about Lomachenko anyway. But if you don't, check out some of his training footage. Check check out some of his extensive 
deep dive amateur background, like what was it like 200 or 300 fights, and he only lost, he lost two. Is it once or two? It's, it's madness, it is madness, madness, mate. It is, you know, especially against top Eastern European and the British. We've got some, you know, and the Cubans and the Americans, yeah. He, he didn't just win viewers, he, he won by massive margins. He was rarely tested. Yeah, it's not easy and in the amateur world is generally three or four, you know, he won by landslides. And what's his and what's like um as an amateur, your ultimate the ultimate um pedestal, as one could say, would be what as an amateur would be Olympics, isn't it? Well, they say that, but they reckon the world's is harder. Mm. Yeah, they do say the world's harder. So um we had um Carl Froch and was one of our great and um fighters and the lad from Birmingham. He won the world. I can't remember his name. It was Irish background. It was not. We haven't met um, many of our fighters, British fighters, have won world amateur titles. Olympics, yes, but not world, because um, the rounds are more is tougher as opposed to Olympics. But um, yeah, um, what a fight! What a, what a great fight! What a great fight! If people don't know, well, you're gonna know now, and I'm sure they do know. Haney won that fight by unanimous decision after 12 grueling it was like physical chess it was a physical chess that came with pain um very close fight uh, i just want to say this for one thing because this is part of the controversy of this fight like uh it was too close to call or was it um one judge had it at 116-112 let's talk about that judge in a minute mm. And another judge had it at 115-113, and the other judge had it at 115-113. The judge that had it at 116-112, here's the controversy. Um, first of all, I think there's two reasons here why a lot of people, when I say a lot of people, a lot of the neutrals vilified Haney leading up to the bout because at, um, at weigh-in and one of those conference press conference type of things, Haney decided to... Um, without provocation, he pushed. He put his hands on Lomachenko and pushed them down. And it kind of made him to be the heel. It made him to be... It, it did vilify him at that moment, at that time. And I think that added... 400,000 for that. Did he? He even got... Yeah. I didn't even know he got charged. That that was how much of a violation it was for that time. So he violated. He violated Lomachenko by putting his hands on him and doing that. On, there was no provocation for that. So he's a bit of a villain in some people's uh, emotions. And on top of that, the judge, David Moretti, I think his name is, he's one of the old school judges. He's well in there with regards to the back office elites that run boxing. He had Haney winning... In round 10, he had Haney winning that round when Haney was almost stopped on his feet. That was very ludicrous. That was very stupid. That was not good judging. And I think a lot of people are using these two elements that I've just mentioned to um, motivate them to say that uh, Lomachenko got robbed. Do you think Lomachenko got robbed? It was close. It was a close fight. But I can see where um, Melanagi, because he's been very vocal with this, He's, he's, he's very, very vocal. Right, it's... That round was a clear... A blind man, uh, whatever, you know, sorry for the blind being fit, I don't mean blind, but... Stevie you know, Wonder could see that, you know, man. And that's where it smells. Mm. Everybody in that arena said, if you did a score chart, they said, yeah, you lost that. Yeah. How can you not see that and you're the expert? Alleged. Yes, Sorry. Alleged. Alleged expert. So that straight away it brings it brings the sport in dispute straight away. It was close, but they all say in the old adage in boxing, you've got to beat the champ, haven't you? So yes, I can see why leaning towards it. The other two judges were, as I said, it, it was definitely a close fight because the other two judges were better scoring. I think. Yeah, two points in it. I, I think yeah. the fight reflected that, and it, even if it was a draw, and I've mentioned to you off air, farmer, that I I wouldn't have grumbled if it was a draw and I wouldn't have grumbled if Lomachenko got it it was a close fight man yeah it was um yeah it was um you know let's let's not get let's not get twisted people Haney put on a good performance so I don't want anyone to say that he didn't fight well because he did and he didn't fight an average guy and we really need to look at Haney's um trajectory at the moment 
He's going in backyards. He's taking all comers. And he's only, what, 23? Oh, my gosh. I'm glad you mentioned that. Thank you. Incredible. At 23, he's not even reached his peak of boxing ability yet, technically. If he was to look at averages, the laws of averages, he ain't got his full power yet. And he's gone in with one of the most, they say he's the most technical fighter in the game. Ooh. You know, he's got, he's got no weaknesses. Um, the only thing is going against Lomachenko, which I personally think is very, very relevant. I mean, I think everyone should be worried if they're going to fight him in, that, in, that, in those weight categories. He has the age against him. Nine he, years he, older. He was nine years older. He, he, he reminds me of a shelf, just getting a little bit dusty now, like Triple G. You know, when Triple G was going for it, he, he reminds me, it's just starting to age. Even though he's relevant, um, I mean, if they did a rematch, I think that would be a fair cause. But Haney's not going to fight him. He's going to fight him again. He, he, he doesn't need to, does he? But it was a good fight, good, great technical fight. They brilliant. They definitely did their homework on both sides of the. Um, yes. So that that's what I, I, I I'm going to listen. Do you know what, Coach T? I need us to do this. Let's go, let's, let's give, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Let's give the coach. T, let's give the coaches. A round of applause. They yes, were mate. both technically brilliant to, to, to nullify, to, to utilize, to match. Ooh, skilled. And let's go on. Lomachenko's well skilled. And he's been out a while for his shoulder. He was well, well um, fit for this. He was fit for this. And then he, he made a great account of himself. So, um, boxing one, personally speaking, Coach T, boxing one on this occasion. Yeah, that's a, that's a beautiful statement. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. Definitely beautiful, beautiful statement. You're right. Boxing did win. It was it was one of the most highly skilled boxing bouts I've seen in a very, very, very long time in my own generation. And this was for all the belts. This was for the IBF World Lightweight Championship, the WBA Super World Lightweight Championship, the WBC, the WBO, and the Ring Lightweight Champ. There's like everything was on the table here. This was a buffet that everyone could have yammed right now, and they they did eat. eat. You know, financially, they all got paid well, and it was a great fight. I love the way Haney's camp decided to go for the body shots, and Lomachenko ate those body shots like a. It's like he was coming back from a rave and got a, a, a nasty Big Mac at a 24 7 McDonald's, and he ate them well. He ate the body shots well. It didn't really slow him down. He had a poker face. And then, on top of that, he was countering Haney. He was getting to Haney because he had, um, technically, he had like a four, four inch. Um, disadvantage with regards to reach four inches, like that's 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 crazy. Like he he literally was the smaller man with a smaller reach, but he he negated that with his footwork and what they decided to do, and it was a beautiful chess match, and and that's why boxing won. What a beautiful combination of two highly skilled professionals. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, sorry, viewers, this is what I do. I always think outside the box. Was Haney really good, or did we see a, a slight decline in the great one of the probably the greatest amateur boxing champions of all time? I don't that, think so. I don't think so, Farmer. I'm be honest no, with you. No, I, I I think yeah. Lomachenko right now is a is a nightmare for anyone that takes him right now. The reason why I'm saying that because now the next mandatory challenger is Shakur. Now that's gonna be. Phew. Shakur Stevenson, that that's his. I mean, he's done. He done the featherweight. He's done the super. He's done. Sorry, but now he's ready for the lightweight. So, yes, it's going to be going to be very very interesting to see Shakur if he can carry the power. He has to speak, mm. no doubt about it. Um, mm. um, and as and if and if he goes through him, then the Javante Davis. <laughs> there's some great fights in in the one thirty fives, one thirty one. There's some great fights. There is. There, there is. You're absolutely right, Farmer. There is. And I, and I don't think Haney, um, I think that whole weight cut thing is, is going to affect him the longer he stays at that 135. You know, I think everybody. He's at 140. Yeah. 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 But I'm, I'm, not, sh I'm not sure he's. That's where Durante's got him because he's got the power. Mm. You know, he's got the power. But Haney. He's a beautiful to watch boxing, man. He's and now his motivation is 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 rocketed. You I mean he's beat the man who beat the man who beat the man, you know? Mm. 
of that line, if he beats Shakur and he beats um, uh, Davis, he's, he's got to be held one of the greats. He's got to be, because he's beaten some, some A-listers, hasn't he? Yes, he has. He has. And, and I think Lem Lomachenko may top that list. Yeah, that's a very strong possible chance. But he's got two tricky fights. Um, he's got a bit, the one I fancy him with personally. I think he can beat Javante as long as they don't get into a war with him. Shakur, Stevenson will be tough. He is, he's something steely, silky with him, man. Mm. Just silky, just. Silkly, he, he's a crafty fighter. He will, he would just generate enough to win a round. Because that's hmm. viewers, what we have to understand in boxing. This is where the IQ and the sport is so great. Because if you you go on a punch bag, you feel magnificent, don't you? Powerful, but you've got to counteract someone hitting you. You got to stop hitting, and you got to know, you got to win rounds. You got three minutes to work out how do I win this round. Mm. And your, your coaches say, look, mate, you're three rounds down. You're round eight now. So therefore, you got to switch on something mentally to get in the game because you're just behind the game. And the person ahead of you, they're saying, we're at least two rounds up. So your his mindset is right. I'm going to keep my tactics. I'm going to ease off him and counterfight him and just keep moving because I'm just going to steal the rounds. And it's a pressure. 9, 10, 11, that's when you find... The, 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 the people go into the trenches because man's saying, mate, you're three rounds down. We need to start going. Switch on now. Switch on now. You know, and then, then you've got all that training in the gym. You've got to transfer it in, in a real fight. So that's why boxing is, is incredible strain, stresses. And you've got to box and not make mistakes. You know, so your fitness, your IQ, your generalship, your, your, your conditioning and, and, and the way to work it, thinking right. Let's, do I still want to stay with the game plan? They say keep the body. You don't seem to be affecting him. Keep another round with the body. Just keep with the body. Then go to the head. Because you always see him in, 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 in intervals say, right, up to the head, move to the left. You know, and you've got to take all that in, in the pressure. And you've got 50, 60, 25,000 people screaming. All you're hearing is noise in the background. You're hearing somebody out the opposition's breath, their movement, the sweat coming off. They're, they're talking to in your ear. It's, it's, it's a magnificent sport if you actually break it down in its segments of pressure for 36 minutes. You've got 36 minutes, and you know in 10 seconds or 15 seconds, you can turn it around. That's what's so beautiful about the sport. Mm, it is. It is. And let's talk about something else that's beautiful as well. Let's talk about the beautiful ladies of the sport. Like, my goody gosh, another fight. Too close to call, or was it? Or was it? My goody, goody, gosh. Let's talk about Taylor versus Cameron, or really it should be Cameron versus Taylor because Cameron's belts were on the line. Taylor's belts were on the line because Taylor's, she went up in weight, didn't she? Yeah. She went up in weight and um, she went to fight um, El Capo, Chantel Cameron, I believe her name is. It is Chantel, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, for some reason I was thinking uh, Shanice, but that's more of a Caribbean name, so I'm not I'm not sure where Coach is going with that one. But anyway, uh, Chantel, she's got a nice tan, but it's not Caribbean. Chantel Cameron versus Taylor. This was in Dublin. This was in Taylor's backyard. This is not even the backyard. I say it was in Taylor's front garden, mate. Front garden. We've got Chantel Cameron with 17 and 0. Taylor is 22 and 0. Someone's O has to go. Um, wow. Uh, Chantel's 32, Taylor's 36, so she's getting there. Five foot eight for Chantel, five foot five for Taylor. The the reach is negligible, both orthodox. And Chantel won with a uh, majority decision after 10 rounds. And it was a it was a great fight. It was an action-packed fight. Like, I mean, I don't mean to, to digress now, but Farmer, is it me? Or am I just seeing a pattern of when top ladies get together, it's a barn burner of a fight? I just find it. There is something, they just bring it, don't they? They bring it, mate. It yes. They bring it, lionesses. They bring it. They bring the vigor. They bring. It's nothing held in a locker. Nothing. I, 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 I haven't seen a, a boring woman's fight for a long time now, Coach. Do you have you? No, no, I haven't. Good on point. a world level, you know, Katie Taylor's been in what two, 
two um, fights of the year, you know? And she's been in classics, mate. You know, we've got, we've got our, um, our, our throats, um, and our, our appetite going with um, Marshall versus... Um, um, Shields. Shields. That yeah. was a fight. That was a great fight. A great build-up. Great movements. And it was wonderful. And we've got another one. Now we've got another. We've got um, Shields taking on another beast of a Brazilian girl. That's yeah. a fight. And, and, and they're fighting the best. It's fighting the best. And 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 you know, we we're gonna have to have a, a, a show, a coach T, have homage to Mrs. Taylor. This woman has put pen to paper, voice to mic, and pushed the female sport to make it Olympics, world boxing, and to put it on the stage. And this woman's a great ambassador. And what I love about her, she's you know mid thirties now, moving on and taking on. Tough people taking them on. Yeah, she is, and and she took on, she took on um, El Capo, um, Chantel Cameron, and that fight. I mean, that 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 was a it was a brutal fight. It was once again another brutal fight that Katie Taylor's in, and it was a, once again another brutal fight that Cameron was in because Cameron, when she beat McCaskill, that was a brutal fight. Like it's not like it earlier to what you just said. I when top ladies fight. They like I'm. I'm gonna use profanity here. They don't give a fuck. They put e everything. Their bodies on the line. Their emotional well-beings on the, everything. They give you everything. And the, and the only thing that you, some people may say, oh well, we don't see much knockouts. We you know we don't see much stoppages. And you know one thing I would say. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, farmer. And I, I know me and you've spoken about this already, but I still feel that. At the top level of mixed martial arts in UFC, if women can elbow and knee and kick the shit out of each other for five minutes per round like the men, why can't women punch the shit out of each other for three minutes like the men in boxing? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Maybe we're going to get more stoppages because there's more time to stop them. I mean, come on. <clears throat> yeah, and, and, and the technical fighters will be will blossom as well. I'm I'm just saying because it, it brilliant fight, close fight. Um, like before I mention what I think about the, what what did you think of the fight? Like, what, how did you see the flow of that fight? It was it was an old fashioned um, streets of New York, um, a Celtic warrior against a, a, a Viking, just having it out on a Saturday night in Middlesbrough. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it, it, it was. Having it out in a Saturday night in Middlesbrough. Sorry, viewers. Middlesbrough is a quite a, a renowned town. Sorry, in, in England, northeast England, absolutely real, just tough people. Yeah, affiliated to the to the um, national army as well. Yeah, absolutely. The borough, mate. They're they're tough people like that. But not anywhere in northeast. They've got something about them. Um, yeah, and it's just having a good. But at the end of the fight, you know, they're shaking each other's hands. Ah, you beat me fair and square. You knocked me teeth out. Broke my nose. Fair enough, fair enough. If I see you next time, we're gonna have it again. All right, <laughs> you know what I mean? Old fashioned madness. And they were they were um, conditioned, uh, excuse the pun, tailored to, to, this, <laughs> to, this, to this great fight. And the score chart, score sheets says it all 95 95, 94 96, 94 96. And uh, let's be fair, now that. Is decent refereeing because Katie Taylor was in her home, was a you know, it's the great Katie Taylor in her home backyard. That's and right. This Chantel, let's be fair, people, unless you follow your ball of boxing, no one knows about her, but she's an undisputed champion in that way. And to come, and, and her worry was to get the dodgy decision. And this is where boxing did win because it was close, it was a close, and the home girl didn't get it. And if anybody would have probably got it, it would probably would have thought it'd be Katie Taylor, but she didn't. Which, which it, boxing, boxing. But there's a rematch in September, Coach D. So, so do you think the right person won? I thought it was very close, mate. Come on, don't sit on the fence now. Don't, don't be Switzerland. Come on, pick a no, side. No, honestly, I would have been happy if it was a draw. Okay, fair enough. I, I personally, I thought Cameron won because I, I felt that Cameron had more more meat in her shots and I, and I thought she hit 
Taylor more than Taylor hit her. I, I do. I, I feel that it was more damage done by um, Cameron because of the size. I, I thought that was a difference, Cameron's size. Oh, you can see that as well, can't you? Yes. Okay. I'm fair play to Katie Taylor, man. Jesus Christ, the woman's amazing. Fair play to her. I just, I really was one of the, if someone said tomorrow, which one of the sports personalities you want to meet in the world, she'd be up in my top two. Mm. She'd be my top two. Yeah, man. It was it was a great fight, man. Taylor's speed, the punch selection, the accuracy, and then you got Cameron was at some at some points Cameron was trying to she used her size and did push Taylor back and tried to bully Taylor with the heavy shots and leaning on Taylor. It was it was a really, really, really good fight. And and they, they both put their hearts on the line and that's all what that, that we um love to see. And I and I apologize, viewers. I and I'm gonna ask you, Coach T, who is our trainer? Who Cameron? Yeah, Chantel. Chantel is with um, uh, what's his name? Uh, a former boxer. He's a former boxer. He he he's he's very outspoken as well. After fights, yeah, uh, he's always wearing a cap. I can't remember his name. Oh, not he's, Graham. He's, no, no, no. He's a bit younger than that. He's a former boxer. Uh, a very, very charismatic person. Oh, what's his name? Oh mate, that's a good question. You know, I, you, you've seen him box before. That that game plan was fantastic, mate. And I'm going to do it again, Coach T. Give me five seconds. <laughs> well done for the coaches, because that's not a mean. That was a great performance. The game plan was brilliant. They saw something there, and they used she used her attributes and used her size. It came through. A, a big good is always going to be a a good little. One. It's brilliant. It's, really it's ja Jamie Moore. It's Jamie Moore. Oh my god, Jamie Moore is doing really well. <coughs> Jamie, Jamie Moore. Jamie yeah, doing really well. <coughs> Excuse me. That's that. That's put Jamie Moore right up there. That was that was well coached. Mm. Well coached. Well done, Jamie. I like Jamie Moore. He was a good fighter. Yes, he was, wasn't he? And and he, he was. He's fiery. He's a fiery personality. Good game, game fighter, and he, yeah, well, yeah, I liked her from back match. He, yeah, good fighter, good and a good bloke, good all round bloke. Well done, Jamie Moore. Great, great, great performance from your team. Well done. Yeah, definitely, it's great. And so let's move on to the future. Like the future, um, this is a future that we've been waiting for for a long time, and it this may even be the same. The title may even be the same. Um, too close to call, or was it? with regards to the next bout that I want to talk about, this future bout, and that is Spence. Errol, the truth, Spence versus Bud Terence Crawford. My yeah. goody, goody, gosh, they finally signed something now. It's, it's, it's meant to be happening. I mean, um, hmm. what do you think? Yeah, someone said July. I don't know. Is that true? I don't um, know. But they, they said it might not be July. You know, yeah, I yeah, yeah. I'm going to see the fight, and I'm hoping whatever nonsense they've carried on, whatever they're doing, they live a Spartan life for the next two to three months and give me and millions of viewers out there what we've been waiting for. This is a haggler against Hearns, you know mm -hmm. what I mean, of our era, because um, they've got some killers in that division. And move up the weight as well. Go up because because they I, I, maybe not Bud, but I think this is Errol's last fight at one four seven. It's it's July 29th, Um, I'm hearing and reading July the 29th at the T-Mobile Arena once again in what stays in Las Vegas is Las Vegas. Um, one four seven title unification on the line. Um, Showtime pay per view, and I've I've been waiting for this. I think loads of purest boxers and even the neutrals that if you know about these two boxers yeah they are monsters in their own right and when two monsters get together then that's that's it's going to be titanic because someone's going to go down i personally think viewers here's my i never thinking outside the box conspiracy a little bit i think bud's playing a brilliant game because everybody knows right over the years um errol's final to get 147 he struggles to get to 147. He does pull mm. down a bit. Because he's, he's massive at that way. He is big. big. That com comes at a price. Yeah, he, exactly. He walks around 160 plus. But Bud is not a naturally big guy. 
So I think they've waited an extra two years and I think there's a the opportunity. But the other side of the coin, Bud's rolling on 30, he's what, 37? He's getting on. <laughs> you know what I mean? So this is this is their defining moment for pair of them, isn't it? Because Bud will go down as a great because he's he's undisputed at 140. And I'll be undisputed if he wins at 147. Um, I don't think the 154 is or anything spectacular, personally. He props can go out there and give it a go. Could be, you know, maybe not undisputed because of his weight. But uh, this 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 can cement more Bud as, as one of the true greats. And um, I feel they play their cards brilliantly because if they fought Spence two and a half, three years ago, Bud would have lost. I think they got a chance now because... Errol Spence does struggle to boil down 147. And whatever Errol's doing, and his, his coach, and I hope they get it right because he's not getting any younger either. Do you know what I mean? And um, he's, with, he's with Derek, isn't it? Yeah, Derek. Yeah, Derek. Derek's, no, Derek's amazing, isn't he? We've got a few champions in, the, in, his, in, 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 in his swing. So that's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be attritional. I don't think the ability to really outbox each other. I think it'd be down to the weight drain. I really do believe that. And and that's what's happening at the moment. And there's a man called Mayweather as a master of that. He avoided, avoided and waited. And that's what's happening in boxing because it has been happening. People are waiting. And everybody, as you know, Coach T, getting out of 147, that's, that's hard. That's hard. That's, a, that's an understatement. That That is an understatement. And we're not talking about just losing weight like... um. Like you're going to um, slim fast or you're doing Weight Watchers. It's not like that because the weight that you're losing and you still need to perform like an F1 vehicle. Yeah, that's right. You have to be a Formula One yeah, vehicle or or one of those um, Saudi Arabian, Arabian night sheer gar bloody horse. Do you know what I mean? You've got to, yep. be, got to be, there's no sin you've got to be out of touch and he's got to perform and he's got to perform with a guy who's ambidextrous. Mm-hmm. With a high IQ as well. Very high. He's got a magic with his range. He doesn't. He's, he's got good with his range. Can't knock that. His range is magnificent. So he's got. He's got. Have that. He's got the weight. He's got a bloke with IQ. Southpaw, orthodox. Uh, got all that, and, and, and the build-up's going to be phenomenal. I just can't, yeah. Can't wait for that. Yeah. No. No. Can I? Long time in the making. Uh, I. I do think it's going to be a close fight. Whoever wins. I do think it's going to be a close fight. Personally, I think, I think um, based on last performances, uh, I, w- I would go with Bud because of what he did to David Avanesian. Yeah, th- that that was that was um, that was a statement. That was a clinical. People say, "Oh, it wasn't that good." Oh, mate, you what? No, David, no, no, mate. That 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 he he he, he stepped on when he wanted to. Um, I and, think uh, if, and Errol wins, if Errol wins, he's going to have to really do that Errol Spence high tempo. He's got and he's got to work that body because he loves working the body, doesn't he? Mm. I got. I reckon there's going to be a lot of traps set for him, Coach T. And my my heart wants Errol Spence because I'm obviously our Jamaican. Jamaican, yes. But um, but Bud Bud is special. I I would be betting on Bud. Uh, I, yeah, I do. I just think Bud's got more um. I mean, if both of them were, um, if both of them were, um, uh, if they were in an army and they had arrows and they, they what do you call that? What do you call that? Um, what do you call Arch- that? The Arch- regiment, the archers. There you go. Thank you. If they were archers, I feel that uh, Spence would not as not have as much quills or different types of arrows that Crawford's got to fire. He's got many different different things that he can pick from from his quill. He's like you said, he's ambidextrous. He's got a high IQ and he works the body as well and his range. Um, Spence Spence is a monster in his own right. You know, I just feel that he doesn't have as much um, options and weaponry to pick from that Crawford has. Yeah, and the blueprint. There's a blueprint out there. A boxer for six rounds absolutely annihilated Spence, and it's Kel Brook. And if yes. Kel Brook kept himself self in good shape, Kel Brook could be one of the greats. He, he really could have, but that's mm. another story. But um, yeah, Kel Brook was a blueprint for Errol. Give Errol his due. He got back. He, 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 his, his IQ. He, he went up and never. That that, that <laughs> fight was a experience for Errol. 
because he had to change <laughs> yeah. and he really went after that body. So that that was a great fight. You, I'm oh. glad you called that out because because Kel had him. Kel was beating oh. him to the punch. He was boxing. He was oh, boxing Errol's brilliant. head off. He was brilliant. He was. That and was then blueprint. And and think and think, mind what does Crawford do to Kel? People can say oh, Kel was washed up. You can't be necessarily washed up if you're going in with a great fighter. You're going to be you're, you're going to sharpen your tools, aren't you? You're not going to, going to go to the pub. You're going to sharpen your tools. You're going with a, a bloke can hurt you. He just took him apart. And big shout out to Kel though, because because have you noticed that Kel Kel Kel's resume and he hasn't been successful. But if you look at Kel Brook's resume, this man has been in the ocean with many great white sharks. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ, my goody God! Bring on Connor Ben. Oh, mate, he's from from. Remember when he went up in weight against against the Eastern European monster? Oh, the Triple G! I couldn't believe they did that. Do you remember? And 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 before that, he had a fight recently. Before that, he like he's active. He he went up against Triple G. He, he lost. He's gone against Spence. He's gone against Crawford. Like, come on, the resume is ridiculous. Yeah, it was, and, and he beat Sean Porter. Oh, is it, oh, I didn't even mention it. Yeah, it's it's went, a ridiculous went, resume. He went, went, yeah. It's just Kel's head, mate. I, you hear many different stories what Kel gets up to. I mean, that's just, I don't know. But yes, I, yes. That fight. You know, I, I, I'm kidding. One, if Damon Kel Brook comes out of retirement for Connor Ben, I cannot wait to see that. That would be interesting. Um, they've they've set that up though. Did you see the latest setup that they did? Like on a slight tangent, slight. I personally, I smelt, I smelt Hollywood setup because you had um, it was at the Katie Taylor fight. Did you yeah, also they, heard about? Yeah, they had, they had a little bust up, didn't they? Yeah. yeah, but but the way it happened though, like the way, it, honestly, Farmer. Kel's doing this interview and he's like he's talking and he's doing his interview, but if you watch it, you can see. Kel's not 100% there. When I say he's not there, it's like he's, I don't know, it's like he's anticipating something. I, I'm going to say it. It's like he's anticipating something because he's doing this interview. There's no one much behind him. And then you see a entourage move behind him. You see a security guy w walk past him. And then you see um, Connor walk past him and give him a nudge. And then Kel kind of like, this is why Kel's talking. And then, and then he looks at Connor while Connor's walked past him. And then you see another security guard walk past him. And then they start to have a few words. And the words that they said, it, it, it wasn't even... Um... Do you know what? Do you know, do you know if you've got a problem with someone and you just see them and it, and it, and it catches you off guard, there's a lot more talking. Like, there's, like what, what, you remember what you said? Like, there's more talking. You get more of a story of... Furthermore, I'm stopping you. Hey, hey, yo, yo. Remember when you said that, 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 that? like yeah. you, you break it down. But there, there was none of that. There was all like it was all of all of a sudden it was, hey, yo, yo, and he's like, oh, yo, and then they start pushing and shoving. It just seemed. I'm not a movie director, but that seemed like a shit setup. I ain't lying to you. It, um, it, it's it like a WWE, isn't it? It's yeah. I'm being honest with you, farmer. It just seemed a bit. It just seemed a bit. Mm, it just uh, that's not that's not how it goes. It doesn't with with two alpha males, whether it's on the street of Brixton or or in some dodgy staircase in Newcastle or on a bus. There's more words when it's if it's spontaneous. There's a build up of words and the story is created, and then then there's a clash. But this one was hey yo, what are you doing? Hey, and then then they it just mm -mm, it just something about it didn't seem right, man. It really didn't. So I, I, I'll be happy to see the fight, but I'm, I'm just calling it out there. I, I think it was a little bit of part of the build-up. Plus, there was two security there right away. Right away. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It was... But yeah, again, they're on about it could be Eubanks Jr. and him. So I don't know. There's so many different um, stories going on. Because obviously Jr.'s fight oh, with, with, um, um, with an assist... Kind of slips so, um, um Liam. Liam, sorry. Um, yeah, is is um cancelled. So and uh, why is that, by the way? Some injury, some sort of injury. I think it was an injury. Okay. 
Yeah, so I, I, I look forward to that. Um, as things stand at the moment, I think um, I think Connor needs Kel more than Kel needs Connor, and I, and I think Connor needs some form of um, big fight to get back in because of um, because of his situation where he's coming from, and he didn't handle the situation to the best of what it could have been handled. You know, no one's perfect. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not I'm not kicking a man why why he's down and trying to get up. I'm just saying how it is. So I, I think. Um, a big type of drama opera fight is needed, you know, and it and it generates money as well. So, you know, absolutely because um, Kel Brooks camp haven't been quiet about have they? No, Dominic haven't been quiet, nor is Kel. You know, they've they've educated our viewers. Uh, if you want to be educated, go on YouTube and see what Dominic Ingle had to say about the breakdown, how drugs. Has been administered. How the testing? Um, that's right. That's right. It was very, very. It was quite black and white, to be honest. Because it, it was honest. I'm just. I'm echoing what you're saying. I think it was honest what Dominic said, and it shows you the intricacies of maybe what the casual fans are not aware of. Yeah, that's a very, very good point. How you put that? Yeah. So, if you got a time, Dominic Ingold discussing how, um, the whole scenario about Conor Ben. And um, obviously, that that's left a little bit of distaste. It's like um, it's like almost like the magicians. So one of the magicians telling all the secrets. <laughs> so, um, yes, yes, though, yes. How you get the pigeon? How, how did he get the dove from his sleeve? Well, he's taped up the dove in in sellotape, and it was taped in his buttocks. <laughs> all of us. <laughs> And, and Dominic and Kel, Kel have been open, have been raw about it. You know what I mean? So we wouldn't have known, and we like we follow. I, I mean, I I learned a lot. From that. Me too. Me too. Um, one last thing before we um tie up this show, we've got to talk about the beautiful lionesses, the ladies. We got the the quote: Clarissa Shields versus uh, Gabrielis. Um, I'm liking this fight. I'm like, and this is this is number two. This is number two, and you know, Gabriella, she's got um, she's got a belt. You know, it's not like she ain't got a belt. She's a champion, and obviously, Shields is a champion. Shields is thirteen and oh, you know, imagine that thirteen and oh, and she's accomplished so much. She's incredible, but it's gonna be tough. Yeah, she's she's against Gabrielle. This is twenty one and two with uh one draw. Um, it's going to be an interesting fight. Uh, she's going up and down in weight at the moment. She's going all around in different weights. I mean, it, it might catch you up. Do you know what I mean? Because well, she she's up at middleweight with this one. I know, and she wants to find um Janice, um, the Liverpool girl. Yeah, yeah, I, I like Natasha. I like her a lot, and I'm I'm not just talking about her beautiful sunset eyes. Uh, I like her a lot. Since she since she's had that child, she's been um, she's unbeatable, isn't she? Mm. Fantastic. So, and then she wants a, a, another fight with Marshall. You know, she's she, she's a tough tough fight. She did mention Taylor's too too small of a weight she could get down, but she's taken on all the big ones. And and. and uh, and, and, and you know, I'm looking forward to the fight. Looking forward to it. Yeah, this is due to happen um, on June the third, 2023, Saturday, Caesars Arena, um, Detroit, Detroit, Michigan, United States. Um, this should be a ten round contest. This should be great. And and I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping this time next year, I, I really would like, I'd like them to go three minutes. I, I I think I think I think they have enough. I think they have attention of the audience and the fans to go three minutes. I think originally it was done at two minutes because people, when women's boxing was first coming to light, there was a lot of people that weren't into it. They thought it would be rubbish, to be honest, because they're women and it's always been a male-dominated sport. So they did two minutes. But as things have progressed and evolved, I think three minutes is needed now, man. Oh, they're tough as nails, these women. They got me... You know, they give birth to us, for God's sake. These women are tough. You know? Everyone says, oh, they're meant to. But no, when you first give a birth, you're not meant, you're not, you don't know, do you? Do you know what I mean? It, it's something something inside you live and you, oh, mate, I think they're incredible. And, and and I don't think 12 rounds, though, Coach T. I think three minutes, 10. Well, well, that would be a good um, evolution step, isn't it? Yeah, I, yeah. I, like, I, would, I would do that as an evolutionary step. Uh, I mean... 
Uh, yeah. Um, but there's a couple of fighters have, have had children come back. I mean, there's a look at the little pocket rocket from Jamaica. She's running. Yes. Great example. Ran the greatest set of times of all time in, in any sprint. In any I, sprint, she ran under certain times. She hasn't got a world record, but she no one's ever run a run, was it seven, ten sixes, which would be equivalent to someone running nine point sixes, you know? No one's ever you know, seven in one season. Uh, incredible. And there's a couple of them, one of the tennis players, there's ever ever athletes have come from giving birth. And they're on about, they, they get this superhuman strength somewhere by mm. birth to a child. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'd like to see where Taylor comes next because I still think they should have that Serrano one. I think that was a bigger fight. Um, and not disrespecting Chantel, well done, but she's not known. She's known now, but Serrano would have been a magnificent fight. And I think they miss, I think they missed that corner. Um, especially at Croke Park, one of the biggest grounds in the world, and it is a sacred ground for Gaelic um, athletics. You know um, that would have been that would have been incredible. But yeah, we have still got some good fights out there. Um, yeah, and 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 just um, just to go back to the point that you said about the sub, like the ten seconds for hundred meter sprint, I. I I just want to put that into perspective for some people. You know what that is? That is an average of, of a human being running at 22 miles per hour. Like, put that into perspective. Yeah, if a, car, if a car lick you down, if a car hits your body at 20 miles per hour, that's damage. That's straight up damage because obviously the mass and the weight of the car and it's moving at such a speed. 20 miles per, 20 miles per hour is a speed limit in some of these roads where I live in the UK. Like that's the speed limit. Now you've got human beings, female human beings running at average speed of 22 miles per hour for 10 seconds and, and 100 metres. And she's, near, she's 36, 37 years of age. That's madness. Like, think about that. Fair think enough. about that, guys. That is that is that is rapid. That is rapid. Yeah, oh. 10.6 is mate. Oh mate. No one in a in the history of any sport have done those series in male and female. So if if, if you will break it down, she eclipsed a great man, Usain. Do you know what I mean? In in the one it's incredible. It's, it's, it, they said on air the other day, I mean, I followed the sport, they don't think it'll ever be seen again, but you never know, things are there to be broken. But just before we go, uh, another fight I'm really looking forward to, Coach T, is... I want to see David Benavides against Canelo. That's the one I want. That's Ooh. I want. I really, I'm going to even go, viewers, I possibly will go to Las Vegas if they have it. Ooh. That's that. I, 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 yeah, I, I might be coming with you too, getting all the peanuts I can get on the flight. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, if they can get a local decent flight to just get, if I can get a ticket even better, I would love to be in the arena that fight. Yeah. And and who do you think would have that? And I would change my name for 24 hours to Pancho. That would be my <laughs> hats and I'll be speaking up a couple of Spanish on, on the way. You know? <laughs> Well, yeah. we, I, I tell you what, you might not even need to change your name because that, that Ricardo, oh, you know, I'll tell you what. Ricardo, Ricardo. It's going to be a problem. And, oh, uh, mate. Canelo has to be at one zero zero to beat that guy. That's going to be a barnstorm and it's going to be technical. It's going to be brilliant. It's going to be brilliant. Yes, I agree. I agree. Definitely one for the future. And, um, what can I say, guys? Another fantastic episode, season three, episode 10. Um, too close to call, or was it? And that's what we discuss with regards to Haney, Lomachenko, Cameron versus Taylor, and also other fights that are coming up, like Spencer and Crawford, and maybe too close to call, or, or will it? Who knows? But if it's enticed you to have a little bit more of a deeper introspection, into the sweet science like like come off come off that come off the uh the level of just being a casual fan like i invite you to take a deep dive into boxing 
take a look at some of the old footage. Pernell Whitaker, uh, marvelous, marvelous Marvin Hagler. Uh, take a look at that. Even, uh, you know what, <laughs> listeners, I dare you, I, I encourage you, I challenge you to have a look, whatever country you come from, because we have listeners all around the world, Farmer. And I, I encourage every listener from whatever part of the planet you're on, have a look at who is your greatest pugilist in boxing in your country, amateur or professional. Have a look and you may be surprised of what you find. Now, on that note, Farmer, absolute pleasure to have you riding shotgun in this Cadillac. And maybe we can rent out a Cadillac when we go to Las Vegas to watch that fight. <laughs> thank you for being here, brother. Oh, Coach T, thank you yet again. Uh, I should have put a disclaimer on that, um, what I said earlier on. <laughs> our, our, our wives and girlfriends and our partners need to give it a green light. At the moment, I'm standing in Switzerland, so I need to work some points. But apart from that, it's been great, people. It's been great. Um, um, the audience out there, I hope you've enjoyed it again. You know, as we say, we're very organic. We haven't got a clue about journalism, how to project things. We're just two blokes in the pub having a yarn. And I hope you've enjoyed it, because um, we definitely do. And we also thank you for your support. Appreciate it. Yes, guys, couldn't have said it better myself. It's all good. I've been your host, Coach T, alongside my co-host, Farmer, giving you some more insights on this beautiful podcast and this episode. And, you know, whatever you do, just be true to it. And as you're being true to yourself, I encourage you to check out something that's not cut from the same cloth as the regular sheep that wear the regular type of wool and linen and clothing. Do something different. I encourage you to wear clothing that, that that projects how you feel for the day. Because every day we feel different. And if you want to know exactly what I'm talking about, what's Coach T talking about? What's this guy talking about? Check out www.secrettouchclothing.com. That's www.secrettouchclothing.com for all your clothing needs, especially when it comes to projecting the essence of who you truly are. Do you come from, wait, wait a minute, you come from Italy? Do you come from Vietnam? No, then why are you wearing their surnames? Wear something else that promotes you uniquely and identifies you to be the beautiful being that you are. I've been your host, Coach T. Be strong, be true, man. Just be you, yeah? Just be you. Peace.